1: if you want more information about what you hear on today's show, give us a call at 888-324-0589 or visit us online at RetiredPeacePodcast.com. And while at my website, click on the radio page and check out our past shows and subscribe on Apple Podcast or Spotify. During this episode, we're going to touch on a tremendously important topic, retirement wealth gaps. As you can likely imagine, determining as best as possible that they will have enough money for their preferred retirement is one of my client's biggest concerns. A Kiplinger article, How to Calculate Your Retirement Wealth Gap, has some useful insights and information. Let's get things rolling by first defining what exactly a wealth income gap is. The article has an excellent analogy. Imagine that you're standing on the bank of a river. The place you're standing is your current financial status and is made up of your income and all other assets. The opposite river bank is your preferred retirement, and the water flowing in between the two banks, that's the gap you need to prepare for. I don't think it's a great revelation to know that If you don't have a great strategy, finding your way through the river current to the other side may be an incredibly challenging feat. Just how important is a strategy? Let's use business owners as an example. Many business owners spend hours a day, every day, working at their business and worrying about even the little things, even when they're not working. Owning a business isn't for the faint-hearted. It's an all-in endeavor. Accordingly, when you're working hard at your business, it can be easy to forget about what you need to do to get from your current riverbank to the distant retirement riverbank. In this example, some business owners believe they'll get across the retirement river by selling their business. But guess what? According to Kiplinger, only around 4% of businesses sell for what the owner thinks it's actually worth. Just 4%. Next, to know how wide your wealth gap is, you have to know where you are currently. Accordingly, to measure your wealth gap, you must do a full rundown of all of your current income-producing assets, minus your business and home. The article notes, and I agree, that it's best not to think of your home as an asset for the topic we're discussing now because it doesn't produce income. If you sell your home and downsize, you'll probably put some of that money in your pocket, but you'll still need a place to live, which will come with a cost, whether it is rent or mortgage. Along those same lines, You shouldn't include your business when you are determining your wealth gap because in most cases it won't be providing you with any income once you've retired from it. And while it's possible you'll be able to sell your business for a great price, the reality is, as the article explains, only about 20% of businesses are able to be sold. So when it comes to figuring out your wealth gap, It's probably a smart move to operate under the assumption that you won't be able to sell your business. After you know where you are, it's time to figure out where you're going. And figuring out where you're going often comes down to some very broad questions, but important questions. Where do you want to retire and when did you want to retire? What type of lifestyle do you want in retirement? Do you want to travel whenever the whim strikes you? Let's return to the example of a business owner. A lot of business owners list their smartphone as a business expense and therefore don't pay for it out of pocket. But. Once you no longer have that business, the ability to write off that phone vanishes. That's exactly the kind of thing you need to consider when figuring out your wealth gap. How about another example? Let's say your current lifestyle costs you in the neighborhood of $150,000 per year or roughly $12,500 per month. While that's a good starting point for your retirement income, you'll still have to pay taxes. So you'll need a gross income in the ballpark of $190,000 to provide for your retirement needs. You should note, the figure we used in the example will vary depending on your state tax policies as well. The next critical topic the article addresses is the Wealth Gap Formula. For the sake of example, it assumes you have $1 million in assets with a 4% distribution rate. In retirement, you'll need about $90,000 pre-taxes to have an annual income of about $150,000. That means you'll need around $3.8 million to close the wealth gap. So how does the article arrive at that number? First, you have to understand your current financial picture. From there, determine the pre-tax income you will need to maintain your current position during retirement. Next, calculate the size of the lump sum you'll need to maintain that income during the 4% rate, using the 4% rate. Lastly, subtract your assets to determine your wealth gap. In the article's example, you'll need $4.8 million to earn the necessary $190,000 of gross yearly income from the 4% distribution rate, a figure that was arrived at by dividing $190,000 by 0.04 or 4%. From there, $4.8 million minus your $1 million in assets leaves you with a wealth gap of $3.8 million. We should also look at how Social Security fits into all of this. The article sticks to the previous calculation and adds an extra $40,000 per year in Social Security benefits. But make sure you think bigger than that $40,000 because the $40,000 in benefits combined with the $40,000 from your 4% distribution rate reduces your income gap to $2.8 million. Shrinking your wealth gap by a million bucks definitely shows how important Social Security can be for some folks. But let's not forget that in this scenario, you're still staring at $2.8 million in a wealth gap. If you're 45, you'll need to save $8,833 a month with a very hypothetical return of 7% just to make up the difference before you turn 60. Let's spend our remaining time looking at some specific ways you can make up and be able to close that retirement wealth gap. The first step, is to work part-time but don't panic as Motley Fool article eight best strategies for retirement income makes clear working part-time doesn't mean delaying retirement working part-time on your terms and your schedule simply provides some extra revenue to go along with Social Security and other assets for example If you work 20 hours a week doing something you like for $18 per hour you'll be earning another 1890 in gross income the article next emphasizes the value of tax efficiency Uncle Sam taxes different types of savings in very different ways and understanding the differences can go a long way in helping you secure more income in retirement for example If you have had a Roth IRA or Roth 401k for the last five years and you are at least 59 and a half, you may be able to take tax-free withdrawals. If you currently have a traditional IRA or 401k, you may want to talk with a financial services professional to discuss the pros and cons of converting to a Roth IRA or Roth 401k. Health Savings Plans currently referred to as HSAs may also provide retirement income. HSAs are primarily designed to cover your medical expenses at all ages. You may also be able to use them for some non-medical expenses. Doing so before 65 comes with a penalty. But once you hit that birthday, you can use your HSA much like you do your traditional IRA with regular taxes on withdrawals. But you'll also have the bonus perks of having tax-free medical withdrawals and no required minimum distributions. Downsizing is another way to potentially maintain your preferred retirement lifestyle. You can move to a smaller home, a more affordable community, or both. When discussing moving to a smaller home to save money with my clients, I also encourage them to remember that a smaller home means fewer expenses, less upkeep, and more financial flexibility to travel and enjoy new hobbies. A lot to take in on today's show, but plan well and retire at peace. If you've enjoyed today's show, visit us at at retireatpeacepodcast.com and click on my radio page. Also, be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcast or Spotify. And finally, if you want more information about what we discussed today, give us a call at 888-324-0589. Thanks for listening. And until next week,
0: this is Gerald G. Genwright. Thank you for listening to Retire at Peace.